Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm Shelly. And this is Chicks and Dicks. Yeah, it is. So, thanks for choosing this one. I had no idea it would be like this. I... I like literally page four and I was like do I have to keep reading (laughs) (laughs) honestly I just knew that this is I don't know if important is the right word but like a big title in the erotica genre so I thought okay this is an opportunity to read something that I guess is kind of a genre staple this is my first Anne Rice book that I've ever read (laughs) and I don't know if I want to support any more for writing after right? So, <laughs> like, like it really actually puts me off supporting her as an author because this is just fucking so terrible. Bad. Yeah. So we read the Claiming of Sleeping Beauty, which is the first book in what is actually a quadrilogy. It was a trilogy. She wrote a fourth book in 2015. That's terrible. Uh, that that I know I I saw it going that way at the end, but I'm like, fuck me. No one should ever write any more of these. Like, how do you how do you even write this shit? It's oh okay. So let's let's get into the book. Okay, yeah, I'll synopsize, shall I? By which I mean I will read the synopsis from Goodreads. Yeah, is there a synopsis? Because it's basically Sleeping Beauty is raped and gets. Can I can I give my synopsis first? Sure. Okay, Sleeping Beauty is raped. She's raped some more. A lot of her friends are raped. Everybody else is raped. She goes to this fucked up kingdom where everybody's raping each other and it's uh an emotionally abusive place where everybody has stockholm syndrome and then she uh is becomes the prince's favorite and then um gets herself kicked out (laughs) (laughs) all right let's see what goodreads has to say is that is that not right (laughs) no that's pretty yeah it's pretty accurate (laughs) Mm mm-hmm 250 pages of that, by the way. <laughs> From bestselling author Anne Rice, writing as A.N. Rocklar, or Rocklore. In the traditional folktale of Sleeping Beauty, the spell cast upon the lovely young princess and everyone in her castle can only be woken by the kiss of a prince. It is an ancient story, one that originally emerged from and still deeply disturbs the mind's unconscious. Not really. No. Now Anne Rice's retelling of the beauty story probes the unspoken implications of this lush, suggestive tale by exploring its undeniable connection to sexual desire. Here, the prince reawakens beauty, (laughs) not with a kiss, but with sexual initiation. His reward for for ending the hundred years of enchantment is beauty's complete and total enslavement to him as Anne Rice explores the world of erotic yearning and fantasy in a classic that becomes, with her skillful pen, a compelling experience. Okay, reward? She wasn't... It's not she a was a reward. He, she was his boon. So here's what happened. So Beauty's been asleep for a hundred years, and so is everybody in the kingdom. The prince shows up, fucks and her awake, fucks her awake, like just literally sinks her penis right into her, and that's how she wakes up. Yeah, yeah, yes. and he takes her virginity at the same time. Yep. 
pretty awful. That's how the book starts. And then he turns, and then he turns to her parents. It's like, hey, I just saved you all. I'm taking your daughter. You can't do anything about it because my kingdom's fucking bigger and more powerful than yours. Exactly. And the parents were like, oh, you still do that? He's like, yeah, we do. So it's like, what the fuck is going on in this world? And there is this all-powerful kingdom to which every other kingdom in the world has to send tribute. off their sons and daughters as tribute, which means sexual slavery. Yeah. And it's this shit's been going on for well over 100 years. I can't imagine that in all that time. No other kingdom has been like, you know what? No, I'm not going to give you my sons and daughters to be your sexual slaves. Or how about this? Or how about like any of the other kingdoms talking to any other kingdoms? Like, uh, what the shit? Can we just bond together and get rid of this shit so we don't yeah, have to do this anymore? Shit. Because they're not, no one's allowed to talk about it when they go back to their kingdoms. That's mentioned just in passing. Yeah, because no one would ever do Why that. Why would you ever want to talk about this horrible experience you had? But the whole idea behind this sexual um, indentured labor is it's supposed to humble these and awaken them into other experiences not even that no it's all about humility and wisdom you're supposed to be humbled by the experience and you'll be a wiser and better ruler at the end of it i'm like all you've learned from this experience is that you now can't understand the difference between a pleasure a pleasurable (laughs) painful experience and one that's just fucking abuse yeah, and then also that consent is not a thing so long as someone's in a lower station than you. Consent does not exist. That's nope. no. That's it's not even. It's I don't think it's nope. a word that even exists in their vocabulary. No, it's because the word people are cons- getting raped all over the place in this the, book. The word the word consent is literally not in this book. No, <laughs> no. Once is it mentioned? Rape no. comes up a number of times. Yes, but not consent. But the thing is, the funny thing is, is they they talk about rape, but then they're well, they're the talking about it. And says it is they talk about it. Yeah, well, they also talk about it in like a weird positive light in the end. Like, oh, I was raped, but I deserved it, and I, you know, like it, it's just so mind blowingly fucked up. Yeah, this whole book is so messed up. Let's try to work through the story, such as it is. Oh yeah, okay. So first of all, then he takes Beauty, he strips her naked, and he marches her through the villages. All the way where everybody where everybody gets to admire her and then when they stop they get to like touch and prod and like spank her. No, they don't get to touch her. The prince spanks her and then he gets the tavern girl to spank her. Yes, yes, you are. And correct. like this is the, her first time she's ever experienced anything like this. So mm. she is afraid and confused and in pain. Which is all very understandable. And no one's taking the time to explain to her what's going on. Not that it will make it better, but at the same time, if you had some kind of understanding of what the fuck was happening, maybe then you'd be in a better position to deal with it emotionally in as much as you can deal with something like this. And then then it's like she's supposed to be happy that all these people are praising her for her beauty. Yes. Like she's buck naked and being spanked by a tavern girl in front of the village. Yeah. And she is supposed to be thankful, thankful. and happy that people admire her. Yes. And also thankful for the spanking. Yes. A spanking. A spanking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, That's kind of ruined everything. Anyway. So <laughs> they get to the castle. 
the prince's castle, um, where she is put on display for all the lords and ladies of the court. Uh, and then she spies. Wait, she's by, by put on display. She is strapped to a table where everybody gets to come and prod her and poke her and yes. feel her up. Yes. Well, I think you have to. I think you have dinner. to be clear about display because our concept of display, I think, is very different than the book's concept of display. <laughs> In the context of the book, anything. Just assume that anything and everything has a weird sexual undertone or overtone. Or <laughs> if you prefer. No, overtone. Overtone. <laughs> definitely overtone. And rape, rapey overtone. There's let's no just, subtext. It's all text. Let's just let's just assume whenever we use the word intercourse, we use the word rape because that's really all that happens. She does no because she does want it sometimes. And she, I don't think she understands rape. So, and that's As the an problem. actual concept, because when Alexi tells her his story, he doesn't hold back. He's like, yep, I was raped up and down, left and right by the yeah. people in the kitchen and by the stable boys. And that's just, that was my day all day long. Rape, rape, rape. And she, like, she doesn't have anything to say to that. She doesn't react. She doesn't ask questions or anything well that's because her only experience with intimacy is rape and they've all been taught that rape is pleasure that's the fucked up thing not not even rape just that there's no consent the whole thing is one large constant rape yeah but the only person who seems to have any concept of rape is this one character so from beauty's point of view i don't think she even understands that consent and rape are things that exist in the world. No, I agree. And that's because what makes it worse. Because her first sexual experience yep. was... No, and I, I agree with you, yeah. but I think that actually makes the book even worse. Oh, no, I'm not. It's, this is not in defense of the book. Nothing I say is in defense of the book. Because <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> so she gets to the castle and she's put on display and they have a fine meal and everybody pokes at her. And she sees that there are all these other young men and women about buck ass naked serving the lords and ladies of the court. And then she's finally told that this is her life now and she will be a slave. Um, and she will have to perform anything and everything that the prince asks of her. And she has to do it nude, which is, and she's, she's already getting over that. And she's already the prince's favorite, which catches the ire of the queen. Yes. Because the queen is a hateful bitch. Yes. Um, and then the rest of the book is really just her being abused. Yes. Emotionally. That's, that's, and no, physically. that's a very good way to summarize it. <laughs> this could be a very short episode. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's just various different types of abuse. Of like paddling and demeaning games and humiliation. And I understand the BDSM undertones. And like, if this were put into a consensual context, it might be considered kinky. But it's not because she Nobody never. Has, they don't have a choice. Yeah, and it's and for her, like it's never like humiliating, but a turn on. It's like the only reason it's a turn on is because she's been taught it's that it. You don't know any better. So yeah, exactly, and that's a huge problem. Yeah, you don't know that this is wrong. Yeah, and like I'm all for kinky, but I'm not all for rapey. No, and this book is celebrated as this, you know, great work of I guess BDSM fiction. But it's missing that really important element of BDSM, wherein everybody agrees to it. Yeah, there's there's no respect on every party. It's just 
one person dominating. And, you know, and time and again, the prince and the queen or whoever else is like, oh, you know, we're not really going to hurt you. We're going to smack you around. But, you know, we don't draw blood. It's not. We're not allowed to draw blood or scar or burn or or really hurt. I'm like, what? That's. But no, it still hurts. She's still in pain physically and emotionally. Oh, and the emotional pain they put her through. And that's, the I think, the worst part is the emotional scarring, the constant humiliation whenever you you never feel good. You're always terrified. Yeah, yeah. So and she's no in this point, constant no point, state of fear. Yeah, the only time where she's not fearful is when her and Alexi sneak off together for a night. Yeah, that's right. That's the only time she feels relaxed and, and actually has consensual sex. That's it. Yeah. Well, no, I think she and Tristan at the end there, that's consensual. Yeah, I guess so, even though they just met. (laughs) Well, I think they saw each other once before. She looked at him from across the room. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) So the big problem I was having the whole time I'm reading this, one of many problems, actually, is I just, I can't understand or wrap my head around the point I mean, like, from the point of view of the, I guess, the queen and the court and the kingdom, like, their philosophy. I just, I don't understand how, okay, humiliation, yes, this is extremely humiliating, what you're making these people do. But all this talk about uh, being humbled by the experience as opposed to being humiliated by the experience. Mm. Um, And then this idea that through the pain you will learn to yield and become more pliant and accepting and you'll grow in wisdom and all this other shit. I'm like, all you're really doing is confusing these people about sexual desire. Yeah, because, because there's no other lesson than there's no, sex. Because you're punishing them for not, you're, they're, they're punished for either not feeling desire or feeling too much of it. <laughs> Well, and then they're and then they're taught to feel guilty about, and then they're supposed to want the paddle, but if they want it too much, that in itself is another problem. So it's like, well, where do you draw the line? Yeah, you can't. (laughs) I mean, it's so confusing their rules, but it's also just like, I just don't understand how this kingdom, like, how they would come to these rules because it doesn't seem like any of the nobility have ever been humble. Well, that's the other thing it's like well why are you above everybody else that you and, ha- and how would you know this and how would you exactly like how would you know? know about the humiliation exactly like uh, like I, I think so when Prince Alexi tells beauty his story about how oh, he was brought to the oh, kingdom he talks, was like 10 pages of me barfing <laughs> he talks about this princess who punished him Lynette and he's like, oh, she's still here at the court. I think that's Juliana. I mean, I'm never going to read the rest of these books to find out. But that's no. my, that's what I think. I think she's now a lady in the court. Mm-hmm. Um, or was the whole time. Who knows? Well, no, I think she was brought to the court as tribute. And then I guess one Rose just distinguished herself. Who the fuck knows? Because apparently nobody wants to leave. They just love it so much being a yeah. sex slave in this weird sex court. And <laughs> nobody wants to go home at the end of it. It's like, <laughs> again, I don't, I don't understand the evolution that took place to get to this 
Point. I can only, the only the only thing I can really I was like okay it's Stockholm syndrome, big time. Or like you fall in love. Well, explain it. Like Stockholm syndrome is basically where you fall in love or have feelings for your captor, your captor, your abuser, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and that's the only thing that I can possibly think of is that these people like somehow all have Stockholm syndrome. Well, no, of course they do. That's exactly what's going on here. Oh, it's uh, so gross. And then they, they well, like for the whole, also the um, the bridal path, and like they basically run the slaves and like paddle them through uh, like a running. Like yeah, so they dress the slaves up kind of like as horsies, um, and they're made to run around this track. And they're prodded paddled the whole time. Paddled the whole time by a rider on horseback. Uh, and then this is for the amusement of the court and for the queen. And when they get to the queen, they have to slow down and like bow to the queen or some shit. Uh, mm. And then and do like as far as I can tell, like basically look like a dressage horse. She's like, pick up your feet. Pick up so your, it's yeah, like, pick up your feet. Pick up I'm your like, knees. I'm like, so basically you're doing dressage with a human being while paddling them. Yes. It's t- it's so gross, and the thing like again, I like the thing that bugged me the most was like there's no consent, there's nothing. It's it's not it's not BDSM, it's not kinky, it's it's just, just abuse. abuse. It's just weird sexual abuse. abuse, and all they do is spank. They spank and they whip. That's about no. with the Lexi with the, so with the men oh, they do the a lot men? of. The men get raped way more than the women do. Well, the women... So here's the thing is, the men get a lot of anal penetration, but the women don't. No. None. There was no woman anal penetration. There was playing with the anus, but there was never anything. No, you're right. No woman in this book takes it up the butt, but the men are giving giving it and getting it all the time. Yeah. And there's a lot of fellatio that takes place way Mm -hmm. more... Uh, cock sucking. Yep. Than really anything else. Mm-hmm. A lot of lot of cock sucking. He goes down on one girl. Alexi is forced to go down on one girl, a like sleep girl. Uh, uh, I don't remember that. He goes down on the queen. I don't remember yeah. going down on a slave girl. No, he, he went down on her once. I can't remember. Oh no! Like, right, all the women who are being are who are hanging in the hall of punishments. Oh yeah. Yes, he has to lick all of them. Yeah. That's right. So so weird. Um, yeah. So the, and the hall of punishments is just. Uh. Yeah. So there's this other thing. So if you're especially bad, you're doubled and hanged. So basically, you're tied up in a pike position. So you're kind of folded in half, uh, and then hung from the ceiling. So your ankles and your wrists are sort of bound together, mm. and you're hung from the ceiling like that. So you're kind of exposed to everybody in the room, and then somebody comes around and tickles and teases you and gets you aroused and then walks away so you're in this you're in this really uncomfortable position in a constant state of sexual arousal Arousal. and basically all the slaves are just in a constant state of sexual arousal arousal 24 7 all the time yeah they're meant to be yeah. But then, and so beauty, she, cause she doesn't really, I don't know how these people don't commit suicide more often. <laughs> right. And then beauty's got this thing where she's just hot all the time. Everything makes her hot. Mm. And this is 
a problem for her, apparently, because she has to learn to only be hot some of the time, but it's never made clear when it's acceptable for her to get wet and when it isn't. Yep. So they have to, like, put this plaster over her clit. Yeah, to train her to when train, she can, like, when she can't. Like, Not really in control of this. No. <laughs> That's not really up to you. <laughs> but that's the thing it's like even if they well they succeed somewhat in training her in this regard but not really but it's just no because she everything and anything makes her want to go like she like she is like mortified and she's hot turned on she's yeah. turned on and then she watches someone else get abused and that turns her on too and then she gets jealous and she gets turned on it's like <laughs> I just think that I, I I don't even know. I just the whole book is just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but in a really special kind of way. Yeah, no, agreed. And then so it's I mean, really there's nothing really happens in this book except for abuse. And then at the end she decides that she wants to go to the village. I don't understand what the hell that was all about. So she no. finds so she, while she's being trained um she hears about the village it's like the worst punishment you could suffer is to be sent to the village and nobody fucking tells her what this is uh until at the very end of the book she learns what it means to go to the village and these slaves are taken to the queen's village where they're sold and they have to do whatever like Whoever they're sold to, that's their master now for the summer. Mm. Uh, and they have to do whatever that whatever person the, wants. And usually that includes manual labor. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, the second book, like I read a synopsis of the ne- of the second and third book. Yeah. Um, so I found out what that means, like for Beauty and for Tristan. Excuse me. And then there's this other character who's introduced. Um so when she finds out what it means to go to the village, she's like terrible. Well, she's always terrified, but she's terrified and she's outraged and all this shit. And all of a sudden she decides, you know what? I think that's what I want for myself. Yeah. Because this is, I guess, the only decision I can make for me. I'm reading into that. It is never made clear why she decides. Decides, yeah. She, just she fucking, wants to go she to acts, the village. And she just acts out and that's that. And apparently pretending to kind of run away is, is enough. enough? For the village. For the, yeah, which seems, I don't know. I feel like it shouldn't be enough. But at the same time. And she didn't like, even really run away. She just ran out of a room. Yeah, so again, it's like, you don't know why she decides to do this. Because when she's at the village, like, there's no running away from the village. No. <laughs> so it's not like this is some grand master plan just to get the fuck out of this kingdom. <laughs> no, and it's not like she won't be back to be tortured some more, so. Well, I, do you want me to tell you what happened? Sure. So when she gets to the she gets to the village and she's sold to someone and I don't know what happens. But she gets raped some more. She gets raped some more. <laughs> then the village is raided by Arabs and she oh. and Tristan and this third character are kidnapped and taken across the sea. Um and now they belong to some sultan. And she's placed in the harem. And the two guys are, I guess, slaves and, like, fulfilling some other capacity. And they then turn one of the sultan's pages 
into their sexual slave. Oh. And then the queen sends her army to go and get her slaves back. And then Beauty is returned to her kingdom and she doesn't want to go. And then she gets married, not to the prince, but to some other guy. Okay. (laughs) So it takes a turn. (laughs) Right. And takes four books and a thousand pages to do so. Okay. The fourth book is many years later. And now Beauty is ruling a kingdom. I'm not sure which one. Hers, someone else's, it doesn't matter. And she and her king have started up this whole sexual slavery thing. But this time, Uh, it's consensual. uh, That's the one from 2015. These other books were written in the 80s. And so Anne Rice published this book under the pseudonym A.N. Rocklar. And she wrote this. So after she wrote um, Interview... Mm. Which is hugely successful. And like everyone in high school was reading Anne Rice. Did you have that experience? No, I know a lot of people who did, but I never, I like, as you know, this is my first venture into her. Didn't get into it. Had no interest. I was speaking to our man, our man friend, Matt Falcon. (laughs) Yes. And? And he said that he tried to read Interview because everybody was reading it and he heard the film was coming out and he couldn't finish it. He hated it so much. Because I was telling him about the rapiness of this book. Yeah. Okay. So it was either interview or the stat. I don't remember, but hugely successful for her. And then she wrote a couple of other books that really didn't do very well at all. Had a plan to write this third book. Said, fuck this. I'm going to write whatever I want. And then produced the Sleeping Beauty trilogy. So didn't want to be... Um, I guess associated with something that was not that just this it was more I guess of an experiment which is part of the reason why she wrote under the pseudonym that um, she or really any author for that matter man or woman should be free to write write whatever they want and not be bound by societal conventions whatever those might be right so she just sat down to write erotic i mean like and i guess like all of our other stuff is erotica but really i guess wanted to sort of push the limits of what she could accomplish Mm. and the trilogy was very successful um commercially i don't know if critics (laughs) liked it or not (laughs) i don't know if that matters well i mean it could be also that people that had never read anything quite as risque as this. And so it intrigued people. And then rumor goes around, so people pick up the book, that type of thing. Yeah, it could be. Um, like a then, Fifty Shades kind of thing, you know? Yeah, right. Which is also terrible. <laughs> yes, and abusive. So they have that in common. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> and... It was optioned. I don't know if this movie will ever get made. Probably not. As a porn, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'd have to dial it back. Well, yeah, and then, like, no, like, you, like the whole beginning, like, no, no, I'm sorry. No. I know, it's extremely problematic, right, from you know, the, the get-go. Yeah. Word. Um, yeah, so... That's a little bit of, I guess, the historical context. 
I don't know what was going on in the 80s that uh, would explain its reception at the time and why people didn't have more of a problem with the fact that this book is just chock block full of rape. Well, maybe because rape was not ever spoken of and wasn't really a thing and people didn't understand. And probably women technically had probably been assaulted before and it was normalized. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, but it has been, it's on the list of, I think, like the 100 most challenged books. Yeah, you think? So, so and it's been removed from libraries and stuff, which uh, yep. is understandable. Um. Yeah, that's about all I can tell you. Yeah, you want to give us some reviews on this puppy? Because extremely challenging to read. Not gonna I, lie. I found this really, really difficult to read because the whole time it just, it just kind of upset me. It's very hard to get through. I could only read like a couple chapters at a time, and then I'd have to put it down and be like, "Ugh, I need a palate cleanser." I think this is like... the first book that you've ever finished reading before me. Yes. I think so, too, because you finished reading it like 10 minutes ago. So. Yeah, that's not true. Now it's 50 minutes ago. <laughs> I finished it at work. I'm like, I would rather go back to editing 40,000 records in this Excel spreadsheet than read another chapter of this mm-hmm. book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so on Goodreads, it has a 3.28 rating. So on the lower end of the scale, wow, I don't that know if is it's true. the lowest of all the stuff we've read. Um, but I think that is kind of on the lower end. A lot of one star and no star reviews. I would think so. Which is not surprising. But I found a five star review. It's oh. very long. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But it starts like this. First off, are reviewers here doing their job when reading? Aren't we supposed to abandon our preconceptions when opening a book? On that note, this is one of those books. In order to fully enjoy it, I have some recommendations. Okay, first of all, you don't have to be objective. Mm-hmm. You can be as subjective as you want. You just have to make that clear. So this guy goes on to say, this series is not erotica. It's full-blown pornography. And then he goes on to describe what he means by that. I don't know if I would agree. Uh, I don't know. Either way, go on. I think it's porn. He says, this book deals with BDSM. If you're not even curious about it, refrain from reading and reviewing this book. If you're not open to freeing your mind or opening it a bit to other possibilities, by all means, refrain from reading at all. Just go to your farm. So, yeah. Ouch. Uh, number three, this book deals with a fairy tale, namely Sleeping Beauty, but it touches upon other fairy tale archetypes, namely Arabian Nights. I don't know how, I don't know if it does. I've never read them. Maybe because of the whole harem thing? Maybe. I don't know. Either way, go on. Uh, it doesn't deal with history, real or fictionalized, and it should never be read as such. I don't think anybody ever read this as historical fiction. (laughs) That's seriously even more disturbing if someone did. (laughs) So it just sounds like people here, this guy read these other one star, no star reviews. And it just got his, he got upset about it because people weren't understanding the book properly in it. They're all written, all these reviews are written by prudes because this or, guy admits later in this article that he's into BDSM. Or is, is he, or he, or he's just trolling. No, because it goes on and on and on 
Um, it says here, the series is not about a woman who is taught the arts of the flesh and how to command. The story is about a woman who revels in serving others, even while being a highborn princess. In that sense, this series rivals Machiavelli's The Prince, inasmuch as the story spins around the teaching of how to properly serve people. That is wisdom. And in that sense, this series can even be read as a political treatise. What the fuck, dude? Wow. <laughs> I guess he didn't read Machiavelli's work that he wrote from jail, which completely <laughs> countered the prince. Just saying, no, read more than one fucking book by a philosopher. Thank you very much. So, a bit of a problematic review. And then there are 20 comments underneath where everyone's just praising him uh. for this review. Or very clearly, he isn't being objective. He's being extremely subjective in his own review, but criticizing others for being subjective prudes. So it's like, anyway, so apparently, like, a lot of feelings surrounding this book. Mm. Um, but yeah, most of the people who rate it one star, it's just a lot of what we had to say that it's just... <laughs> It's rapey. hard to get through and largely pointless. Mm. Yeah. Um, not much else really to share there. Uh, a lot of funny gifts. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> or just people looking surprised and horrified. <laughs> yeah. Those are the best reviews. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, here's one. One star. Tentacles. That's what this book was missing. Bitches love tentacles. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have much else to say, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I guess it can only get better. Maybe. Uh, no, no, it, it can, can remain terribly the same. <laughs> uh, so we can cross it on the list. We read a book that for one reason or another exists in the erotica canon yeah i think we need to give this one another go because this was unless they're all rapey but I, I think this might be an exception what do you mean from the erotica kind of section of things like i think there could be some like bdsm -y books that are a little bit better oh that, well i would say even 50 shades is better than this Oh, and yeah, no, it shit. is. And I read all that shit, and it sucks, but it wasn't as bad as this. Because we read that together. Yes. And I, 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 I gave up after the second one. Yeah, I read the whole thing, so. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we will return to this genre, certainly. But maybe we'll do a little bit more research ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to pick for the next one, but we'll... <laughs> This it's is what gonna happens be... when you shop by title. Well, you know what the Nothing thing is, else. is at least I know that my next book will almost be guaranteed to be less emotionally disturbing than this book. Yeah. Yeah. That was the hardest thing about this book. I found it emotionally disturbing. How, like, what do you mean? That people would find pleasure in reading about rape like this. Oh, like other readers would enjoy yeah. this book? Yeah. I found I found that disturbing that people would enjoy this book and not understand that a sexual consent is is 
important. I think, I th- well, I think it's paramount to intimacy. Yeah. But that's the thing, like, even in this book, when there are actual moments of tenderness and intimacy, it's all, it rings so hollow. Mm-hmm. Because when she's with the prince, who, like, is clearly in love with her and is very passionate uh, in his... But it's never consensual. ...displays of affection. It's... Well, no, they never have, like... I think but even, the but even there is that she but is even the, always ready and willing to have sex with her prince. But even when they do have sex, there isn't... It's not tender and loving. He's fucking her. No, it's and it's also my... Love to her. She is a tribute the whole time. It's not at some point where he's like, oh, I'll return you and we can go back to your kingdom and I'll come with you because I love you. There's no sacrifice on his part. There's no no dynamic to their relationship except for one. Yeah. It's everything. It's all very lustful because there's a scene where Alexi is punished. So Alexi is like this other slave prince and he's super hot. And he is for his punish for his punishment. He is mounted on a statue of some creature with a great big dick. So mm-hmm. he's sort of like impaled on that with his hands tied above his head. And he's uh, has to stay there all night long. Mm-hmm. And this beauty sneaks out to go look at him or maybe to to give him some kind of release because his cock is hard all the time and he never gets any release. Yeah. So I think she sneaks out there with the intention of pleasuring him. But when she sneaks out into the hallway, she sees that there's this other guy out there just going to town on Alexi's cock. Yeah. And it's like, and apparently like, and he's like really giving it uh, to Alexi and seems to be really enjoying the experience. And who knows how Alexi's feeling, but again, there's no, it's all, yeah, it's all very lustful and not passionate. So it's like, I'm sure yeah. Alexi is enjoying the experience and the guy Felix who's sucking him off is very clearly into it. But at the same time, it's just there's no emotional connection ever between any of these characters when they no. do have any moments of intimacy. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it's. And that no. I think that for me was not the hardest part of this book but it was really that's it's really missing because at the whole point is that their masters really do truly love them and feel affection for their slaves well how come that never comes out no in the moments when they're not being spanked no i would say that lady juliana is the most compassionate character in the whole book but other than that nope yeah yeah because you really do get the sense that she really does. Yeah, she doesn't rape her all the time. She actually kisses her, brings her into the garden, doesn't fuck her constantly. Yeah. Actually seems to enjoy her company. I don't know, those types of things. But either way, but then she gets back into the service of the queen, and then she just rapes her and spanks the shit out of her. So, hey, whatever. That was awful. Where the, that scene where the queen spanks her, that was like... Yeah, with the, with the, the glove with emeralds on it or whatever. Oh, and then opens her ass. No, you're thinking of Alexi. That's oh, Alexi's that is Alexi. Story. Yeah, you're no, this right. This is when no. Beauty's brought to the queen. And the queen just gives her a, ra- a savage spanking. It's like that, like of all the other indignities this woman has suffered, mm-hmm. that was actually one of the worst for mm-hmm. me, I think. Because it's just oh. this savage spanking with a bare hand on a bare ass. And it's like, and it's really, it's angry. 
Yeah, no, she's just angry. And it's like, and again, in service of nothing. Because all all of these punishments are meant to be for the pleasure of the the prince or the queen or whoever uh, is on the giving end. But sometimes it's just because these people like to cause pain. No, and that's, and that's and that's just it, and that's and that again right is there, the whole like, and it's never addressed, and it's a huge problem for this book. Well, and the, and that's what I was saying also, like the the nobility, they don't know humility, so how the fuck could they possibly understand it? Exactly, like where's the point where the tables are turned on these people? Yeah, and so I, I'm, I don't know, I don't, I don't need to discuss this book anymore, and I never need. Oh, it's just traumatizing. No, I think, <laughs> but I think it's worth like talking it out. And hash no, I agree. Conversations. But I just, yeah, I just, I don't think there's any more to talk about about this book, though. I don't know. Well, again, like we're retreading a lot of the same ground, but there's just, yes. I think there is a lot of complexity there, maybe more than she intended, simply because this book is just rape from beginning yeah. to end. It's more like the reader's reaction is more complex than the actual writer's intention. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so to get through i know i i i have not had such a hard time like even the first 20 pages i was like the first five pages okay but it was like this is rough it's got to change something else has got to happen right because we've read some graphic stuff in the past but this is just on a whole different level yeah because it is graphic in nature at times but it really is just the abuse it, yeah, it wasn't the sex that bothered me or the paddling or anything. It was the emotional distress that everybody was obviously in because they spoke about being in emotional distress the whole fucking book. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I didn't like Beauty's character at all, to be perfectly honest. No, she was useless. Completely useless. Doesn't doesn't understand herself on any of... I mean, granted, she's been asleep for 100 years. What could she possibly know about herself? But at the same mm-hmm. time, like... This should you be had a life beforehand. You did have a life before you went to sleep. And I understand that this is a journey of discovery, but you're not discovering the right things yeah. <laughs> about yourself. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> like, if you wake up after 100 years, you're going to think it's like yesterday. It's not like you're going to have a concept that time has passed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're still a fucking 16-year-old girl. Girl from 100 years ago. It's like... <laughs> You're basically, what's his name? Like, uh, Rogers, Captain America. Like, you just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just rewatched uh, Number Two, Winter oh, Soldier. Yeah. Oh, such a good movie. I haven't seen it in a while. It's worth revisiting. And I, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I guess until next time, I've been Rachel. <laughs> I've been Shelly. And I would say keep it sexy, but I don't know. At this how point. about just how about how about we just keep it not rapey? Keep consent. It, yeah, keep, keep it, it consensual. consensual. <laughs> I don't I don't know, I give up on life. <laughs>